Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. Hey guys, you are listening to Asian Pop Nation on Sin. This is your EP, Jesse. Now, this week's show will be a bit special as all our members here at APN will be doing a bit of a member mixtape where each of us will be talking about a theme and then playing some songs related to that theme. You will, of course, first be hearing from me. And then you'll hear from Ethan, JP, Tracy, Alishba, Saruki, Zenya, Leisha, and last but not least, Lee. Now, I'm choosing to talk about Chinese BL novels that have made, been made into audio dramas. Now, I feel like when most people say audio, people might think of audio books, where someone just reads out the book. Nah, Chinese audio dramas are not that. It is basically like a performance, um, an audio performance all audio no video um so think of a drama and then think of it without visuals and just soundscapes that is basically what chinese audio dramas are now i know recently with like um animes like the grandmaster of demonic cultivation and heaven's official blessing being adapted from original chinese bl novels um it has been getting a lot more interest and so today I'm kind of going to be talking about the ones that are a little less prominent in terms of they haven't been made into an anime yet, but I would say that their stories are great and they are excellent as audio dramas. Now the first one I want to talk about is this Chinese BL novel slash audio drama called A Little Mushroom or Xiaomogu. Um, it is a sci-fi genre which I don't usually read when it comes to books in general. But this is hands down one of the best sci-fi novels I've read slash listened to because the story itself is so deep and like the more you reread it, the more you find out what you missed and all the little details and like the little hidden meanings behind everything that happens. And so it's that kind of book that you just keep going back to, you keep rereading or re-listening to. It just never stops. But basically, um, the story is about this little... Well, the story is first set in a post-apocalyptic world where the humans are kind of... Humans are kind of the ones being hunted. Like, everything is starting to mutate and become infected. Like, if you get wounded by, like, this mutated animal or something, you're going to get infected and that's bad and all that kind of thing. So humans have settled in, like, these little settlements and all that kind of thing. Um, it's a bit hard to describe, but basically the story centers around this little mushroom that comes from the abyss, which is basically filled with infected, um, and mutated animals, plants, things like that. And so this little mushroom is called Anja, and he wants to find his spore, because that's how mushrooms reproduce, and he lost his spore. So he, in order to find his spore, goes to the human settlement, where they actively try to keep out infected and mutated individuals by having th- people called judges to kind of check and look and see if they are infected. And one of the most accurate judges is called Lu Feng, and that is where the story begins. But yeah, it is a very interesting premise. I certainly didn't think I would be reading about A Little Mushroom, but yeah, the audio drama itself was amazing. The voice actors were very well casted and they suited the characters so well um 
And one of the hallmarks of a good audio drama is like the background music, the background effects, like if they can create like a very solid soundscape. And with a sci-fi genre, it can be difficult to do that. But they did it very well. Like I will keep going back to it. And it is also very well paced, which is much appreciated. Um, but yeah, that's the first one I wanted to talk about. Um, the next one is called Global Examination. And this one's a bit of a different take, or completely different genre, actually. Um, so basically, a group of people get plonked into this random survival game-ish situation where that if they fail, they die. Um, and they go through multiple bouts of that. And there's a system in place that kind of controls everything. And the protagonist is called Yohuo, and he is... The smart guy, he's like the OPMC, and he basically goes through all these games and tries to figure out what's going on with the system and how to get out of it and that kind of thing. And along the way, he meets he meets this um, ju- it's not he he's not a judge, but he is kind of like an inspector in the game. Um, he's called Chinjo, and they the story of them continues on. But anyway, the audio drama for this one, the first season, honestly, was a bit mid. And then it got really good in the second season, and then the third one recently came out as well. And apparently they're going to redo the first season, so that's something to look forward to. But if you're really a fan of like these survival game-ish and like infinite flow kind of books slash genres, this could be something for you. Um, yeah, and the last one I wanted to touch on was another completely different genre but one that had left a very deep impression on me it is called a certain someone um and it is kind of like a school high school romance kind of situation where these two characters are kind of in school together and they kind of grow feelings for each other and over time life gets in the way um it's that kind of thing but it's also so much deeper than that because it is also it is not like some other BLs that like are very unrealistic. It's very realistic in the sense that they have time to like kind of come to terms with their feelings and then also like the reality of life around them and parents and society and that kind of thing. And so it was very it was angsty but also very very cute to read and listen to. And the audio drama is absolutely spectacular in like portraying all the emotional nuances that you can't necessarily well you can kind of sense from like reading the novel but not so much without um listening to so yeah listening to it is just a whole different thing and the music was also excellent i will say it is very very fitting of the audio drama um i also want to note that out of the three um beyond novels slash audio dramas that i talked about um, Little Mushroom does have an official English translation, and you can buy it at normal stores. Uh, yeah, I as soon as I heard about that, I was like, I need it. I need me an English copy immediately. But yeah, the other two they don't have English translations yet. There's fa- there are fan translations online, which is kind of how I read them. Shouldn't be um, <laughs> I really shouldn't be um encouraging that but um here we are 
But anyway, there are fan translations. Little Drama has an official English translation book out, and this the second book is coming out, which I'm very looking forward to. So if you guys are interested in checking a Little Mushroom out, definitely go buy the book officially. Thank you. Um, and the audio dramas themselves are aired on this site, Chinese site called Miss Evans FM, or in Chinese it is called Mao FM. So if you can understand Chinese, because actually I think the Little Mushroom one they do have English subtitles for like the first few episodes. So yeah, if you guys are interested and want to check that out, definitely go there. Um, Welcome back to Asian Pop Nation. You're listening to Ethan, and just before me, you heard Fen Guo Huangye, um, also known as The Wind Through the Wilderness by Chiran.、Um, thanks for that, Jesse.、Um, so for my segment, I thought I wanted to introduce a couple of songs that I felt were quite inspiring, a bit motivational、um, for a lot of us who are nearing the end of our uni semester. Um, and for all those high school students out there that are still in the middle of their semester,、um, I thought that these three songs would give you guys a bit more motivation to keep going, to keep seizing every opportunity, and to, you know, appreciate life as it comes、um, on a day by day basis. I know this kind of optimism is quite rare.、Um, But I'm hoping that these songs will inspire you. So the first song I've got lined up is "Island" by Yua.、Um, I think it's a beautiful song. It's a pretty charming song about being free and、um, feeling secure with someone that you love.、Um, I just feel like that song is such a good、um, track to play if you're on a road trip,、uh, preferably with someone that you care about or by yourself. That's perfectly fine as well.、Um, the next song we've also got is "Everest" by Akmu. Um, also known as Akdong Musicians,、um, with Sam Kim, who I know Tracy is a big fan of.、Um, now, Everest is quite a good song. It's obviously based off、uh, Mount Everest,、um, and the song is quite.、Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's quite、um, freeing. It's about you know,、um, it's about Mount Everest, but it's also about you know people following their dreams、um, and trying to achieve the impossible, aka by climbing Mount Everest,、um, and you know. Being able to reach the skies—it's、um, quite a nice song. It's very chill. It's got a really good guitar backing to it,、um, as expected by both Sam Kim and Akdong musicians.、Um, and the final song that we've got for you today is "Time of Our Life" by Day Six. Now, this song is quite—this、um, is one of my favorite songs、um, from Day Six. It's quite an interesting、uh, take on the whole idea about youth and seizing the moment.、Um, a lot of the lyrics are about、um, you know starting afresh and. Um, making the most of your youth, putting yourself back into your life, and just you know seizing every opportunity. I know I say that quite a lot.、Um, just a cheeky reminder for you.、Um, so yeah, those are my three songs,、um, and then after that you'll get a special、um, segment by one of our favorite members, JP. I've been in Japan the last month or so, and lately I've been thinking about a fish and what it's like to be a fish. You know. Uh, yeah, you know, being a fish, it's all fine and dandy when you're out in the ocean. You get to swim about and like do whatever. But the big problem with being a fish is、uh, when you get confined to a pool, right, or like a little confined space. Yeah, no, I just thought about this because I went to this place、uh, with my partner, and we found a. It was like a. It was like a tourist attraction for some. Underground tunnel some guys made a long time ago. But anyway, outside this tunnel, there was this a、uh, little canal with water in it, and there were these fish inside there. They were like really big koi, 
Um, but you know, the weird thing about these koi is that they don't really swim. Like they just stay there. Like they just float, right? Cause the, the canal, it's so narrow that there's literally, there's nowhere for them to go. They can't really turn anywhere. The only way you can go is like forward and backward, right? It's like, um, it's like living in a 2d space. So yeah, that was, um, I looked at that and it was the craziest thing ever, right? So I was like, wow, you'd expect fish to swim around all the time. But these guys, they were like, they were probably born here, right? Like they, I don't think they were taken from anywhere. Like I think these fish, they were birthed by other fish that lived in this same canal beforehand, right? So that's all they did. They just, they just like sit there, stand still and they sort of float around. And so, um, yeah, I looked at that and it got me thinking, man, being a fish is like, um, yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, the sort of life you lead as a fish, it, it really changes depending on um, where you're born and stuff and your circumstances. Like those fish, they didn't really choose to be born in that canal and stuff. But, you know, that's that's just sort of the card uh, they were given. You know, in contrast to this, though, um, we were in Hiroshima a few weeks before that. And uh, in a lot of the shrines and stuff, or in the castles, there are these moats around the place. And you'll see these big koi swimming around, and they're real lively, you know? Um, and so, you know, you look at that and you go, oh yeah, they're a lot more free, right? They get to move around. But if you think about it, they're still confined within uh, the confines of the castle. Like, you know, despite how much they move, maybe it's like the same thing, you know? Um, like even, uh, maybe these aren't fish, but, uh, my partner and I, um, we went to Kumamoto, the central city there, and, uh, we went about the shopping centers. It was really fun. It was really cute. Um, but we came across this arcade, so our, you know, game center, and they had these crane games in them. And we looked around and we found these chainsaw man plushies in this crane and we probably like we were like oh we gotta get one of these right so we pulled out our hundred yen coins started inserting them getting uh you know trying to attempt so you know one attempt two attempt five ten twenty we probably spent about thirty dollars on it but you know no we did not get any of the toys but you know even though i was so frustrated back then um thinking about it now when i look at the plushies uh, they're sort of like they're sort of like fish too, right? Like even though they're not really alive, they're just stuck there. Like they they didn't they didn't choose to be put in there. Um. So yeah, that's um. Yeah, it's just got me thinking. Maybe um, maybe like uh the real fish were like the friends we made along the way or something. Or maybe you know you get what I mean, right? Because like sometimes it's like oh we're like fish. Like, um, you know, we, yeah, as a kid, we feel so free and stuff, we're moving around. And then, you know, as we grow up and we learn about, like, you know, the limitations of the world, we started thinking, oh, we're like, you know, fish, fish in, uh, you know, in this confined space. You know, sometimes we learn that there's a wall and then we go, oh, I can't really go beyond that. But, you know, what if there is, like, something beyond that? You know, like, who knows? Like, what if you just tried pushing at the wall a little more? Or like, you know, looking around to see if there are cracks in it. Or if you like, what if you try to, um, you know, do a, what, what's, what's that legend with the koi? They go up the, the river and they turn into a dragon. Something like that, right? Like, what if you try to swim up and jump or like, you know, jump over the wall? And maybe, who knows? Maybe there's a, maybe the world is more open outside the wall. Or maybe you find another set of walls, you know? Um, 
yeah that that's got me thinking so um yeah yeah you know that that's what it's like being in japan here yeah yeah Hi there, my name is Tracy, and I'm your next runner on today's special relay edition of Asian Pop Nation on Sin. Now, as you may know, if you're a regular listener, I like to talk about music, and my favorite genre of music to talk about is K pop. As much as us K pop fans love to talk about idols, we really don't give the people behind the scenes enough love, especially the people behind the songs that we love so much, your composers, arrangers and writers. And so today I wanted to hold a little appreciation session for one of my favourite K-pop producers, musicians, Hwang Hyun. Hwang Hyun is from a production group called Monetary and he has produced a lot for basically everyone in the industry. <laughs> I think he's well known for producing a lot of Luna's early stuff. Um, he also produces quite a bit for SM groups, and of course, he's basically the main producer behind all of On and Off's exquisite discography. I think personally, there's something in Huang Hyun's songs that elicits a sense of awe in me. They're laced with something just kind of magical. Um, so today, I'm going to play you three songs. The first of these was written, composed, and arranged by Huang Hyun and released by the legendary second gen boy group Shiny as a B side to their song Dream Girl in 2013, which was <laughs> 10 years ago. Now, this song is very close to my heart. I like it a lot. Something about the way it's calm but emotional, happy and sad at the same time. I guess it's quite an ambiguous track that gives off different vibes depending on when I'm hearing it. I like how clearly you can hear each of the live instruments in the mix and I love how delicately it's sung in the verses and how that contrasts with the full group vocals in the chorus. So without further ado, here is Shiny with their 2013 song, Aside. You're listening to Asian Pop Nation on Sin. You've just heard three songs produced by South Korean producer Hwang Hyun. They were Aside by Shiny from 2013, The Rain by Ladies Code from 2016, and finally Moscow Moscow by On and Off from 2019. My name is Tracy and I've been talking about how much I like Hwang Hyun as a producer. Um, as you heard, all three of those songs that we've just played are a bit moody, a bit melancholy, a bit bittersweet. And I think it's a vibe that he really excels at. Hwang Hyun has a few different musical lanes that he goes for. This is my personal favourite, this sort of melancholy, bittersweet sound. But he can also do very upbeat, sparkly electronic music, like Luna's Hi Hi. He's done like bubblegum bossa nova like red velvet's day one and a personal favorite of mine is on and off's my genesis brackets ubermensch which is like what is it it's a very upbeat rock song that sort of crashed into a smooth jazz bar anyway that's the end of my time for today if you like any of the songs we play on this show so far or any show from the past two years we post our playlists on our social media, um, usually the next day after the show. And we also maintain playlists on Spotify with the songs we play, which you can access via our link tree in our Twitter bio. So if you're a podcast-only listener, please check out the playlists that we update every week. I think they're pretty fire. Um, that's it for me. 
I'm going to pass you right along to our next team member, Alishba. Hi everyone, welcome to Asian Population. This is Olishva. I hope you enjoyed the tracks that Tracy picked out. And it's my turn now. I'm a really big fan of K-dramas and I feel like it's such a good escapism. And recently I've been feeling very stressed due to different reasons and I feel like I've been procrastinating all my important tasks. And I feel like this is a situation that many people can relate to. Maybe you're having assignments or you have other works that you're procrastinating. So my theme was songs that hype me up or motivates me to do so. So my first song is Future by Red Velvet which was from the drama Startup and this is kind of like a love song talking about how they can like overcome everything if they're with a certain person but I feel like the song itself is very bright and the K-drama revolves around chasing your dream and setting up your own business but overall I really like this song. The next song is Go by DK from Seventeen and it's from the K-drama 2521 and the song talks about the feeling that oh we know that you're tired and you're feeling suffocated but you need to keep moving forward and I feel like it's such a good song because the main chorus makes you feel like as if you're just starting a marathon or a race and you have to run no matter what. You can take breaks in the middle but you have to get up again. Seventeen itself is such a hyped and energized group that when I listen to their song it automatically energizes myself and makes me motivated enough to do certain tasks. And the last song that fully motivates me is Start Over by Gaho which is a very famous song from the famous K-drama Itaewon Plus and the song talks about being courageous and start running towards your dream and goal and you're going to shine bright after overcoming all the obstacles. The song itself, the way it paces up and the way it goes so well with the bands and the drums, it makes me want to just get up, start dancing or just start doing something. everyone, welcome to Asian Pop Nation. My name is Dariki. Previously you might have heard some of the amazing stories and some song recommendations from Alishba and uh, now you'll be hearing my chosen topic for the night. For the past couple of months, I have discovered, you know, groups like SF9 from SNC Entertainment, um, VAV, um, One Us, and Aton. I don't know if you guys have heard of these groups, but if you do, you know, that's great. Continue to, you know, support them. And um, I started, um, you know, loving their um one us's music i think the start of this year where um i heard a snippet of their music from tiktok um and it was same scent and um they, apparently they released a new album in a couple of days ago and my favorite song out of that album was um i think erase me which was really catchy and totally up my alley um and then vav um they kind of have a latino mix to their music which i had a phase i wouldn't say a phase um it was a time in my life where i loved latino music um spanish especially um and that you know, kind of, they have that blend with K-pop and Spanish music or Latino music, and I love that, you know, combination because that, those are, like, two vital pieces of my, I think, personality where I love different com- um, combinations of music, and, you know, definitely I love, you know, that, you know, different, you know, styles of music, and for sure, um so vav my favorite songs um 
it's quite hard to choose because they have really good songs and they're really catchy and kind of hard for me to choose but i'll give you my top three um poison um 119 senorita they're really catchy um i don't know who my bias is for that group um um i do know some of the members and i think the member that kind of stuck out for me in the group was saint van i think that's how you say his name um that's his stage name um i think he's the one who kind of caught my eye or you know the one that kind of made me more interested in the group and caught my attention the most um for sure um and then you have 18 eight turns sorry um and their song current i think they've discovered that group just a couple of days ago um vav was like somewhat in august september last year i think one us was this year and um eight turn was a couple of days ago with their song tic tac and i definitely love um that song it's really catchy very um you know upbeat kind of song i'm still discovering that group so not sure um about them yet and people say this is a phase but we all know it's not a phase it's a lifetime full of you know love for music and you know nothing can take it like nothing can replace it and it will never replace it so um hopefully you liked my little rant or tangent whatever you want to call it um you know definitely you know have a listen to those songs and you know give your love and support to these groups you're listening to asian pop nation's mixtape and it's now time for yours truly ding 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 Yep, that's me, Senya. Hi, everyone. I thought instead of letting me blab on and making your ears fall off by chatting about, say, the romance manga I've been reading to try and procrastinate from the uni assignments I should be doing and also the grad applications that I'm trying to complete so that I can find full-time work next year. Yay! (laughs) I thought... Why not just play a couple of songs, depending on where you are tonight, whether you're driving somewhere, you're sitting at home, or maybe on the train, or on a bus, or on a tram. You're on your way somewhere, or lost somewhere in your own world. So I thought I'll play a couple of songs, depending on what kind of mood you're in, starting off with BBHF's Simpuru. It's pretty good if you're feeling a bit contemplative, a bit introspective and perhaps reminiscing about a lost moment in your life so here it is uh, kicking off the senior section of asia pop nation's mixtape here on sin bbhf's shinpuru this is the asian pop nation mixtape on sin you're listening to the senior side of the tape hi I'm Senya. Nice to meet you. I am playing a couple of songs to help set the mood for a Tuesday night like tonight. And now I'm going to play something for the escapists out there. For those who are looking for a road trip track, this one's for you. This is Misfits Takeoff here on Asian Pop Nation on Six.
This is Asian Pop Nation mixtape edition and howdy, I'm Senya. I'm going through some of the songs I picked from my side of the mixtape and we're on to the last one, unfortunately, for tonight. But don't worry, we actually have Leisha coming on after this who I'm sure will keep you entertained. But if you're feeling that tonight is a bit of a struggle, you're a bit frustrated with what life is throwing at you and some of the demons inside of your head... Well, look no further. I'm going to be playing Mars 23's Fight with the Demon featuring Goto. So let it out, let it roar here on Asian Pop Nation's mixtape on Sin. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome aboard to the Asian Pop Nation train. My name is Leisha, and you are tuning into a very special episode where we're going to be doing our little member mixtape special. I'm sure you guys might have heard some great song recommendations and some stories here and there from our previous member, Xenia. But now it is my turn to sit you down and listen to my rambles of the night. Basically, my little topic slash theme that I wanted to explore a little bit tonight and have some songs that relate into my specific very niche theme is me experiencing post-concert depression. (laughs) Essentially, if you guys have been in the loop around the K-pop concerts in Australia scene, you might have known that a couple of weeks ago, twice... The K-pop girl group TWICE came down to Melbourne and Sydney and I was able to go to the Melbourne show, specifically their day two show. Oh my gosh, if any of you guys were there, just let us know. I I need a fangirl about it with someone. But essentially, as much as I loved every single second of that concert, it literally changed my life. I have some songs that I personally wished were performed at this concert. Now, as for the reasonings to why, I just feel like some of these songs have not had their spotlight yet. They feel like songs that I'm sure a lot of fans know 100%, but for some reason, the girls are just never performing them live. One of them, I think, was performed as like an encore bit during their soul concert, but I... I don't count that. I'm sorry to say, I do not count that. (laughs) So let me go through the three songs that I picked that go along with this theme. Essentially, the first song I picked from Twice is the song titled Make Me Go. I think if you've seen clips from Sana, from Momo, from Mina's solo performances, I feel like if you know, you know, and the themes and just how kind of spicy this song is. I think fits very well with the kind of vibe they were going for this concert. And all the other songs I picked are kind of just B-sides that I love and that I wish Twice gave the same level of love or JYP, I suppose. The next songs I have are Basics and the song title Fall in Love Again, aka Fila. And again, these songs just mean so much to me and I just wish that Twice would have performed them at their concert. I'm sorry, I'm a bit selfish. But I hope you can tune into these songs and share the same level of love that I have for them. And who knows, if you've not been exposed to Twice before, this could be your exposure moment to them. So right now, we're going to be starting with the song titled Make Me Go by Twice here on Asia Pop Nation on Sin. And of course, stay tuned because we still have one more member to go, my dear friend Lee. And again, stay tuned here on Asian Pop Nation. Hey, it's Lee here. So 
my little segment that I have today will just be me rambling on about the three songs that I've had on repeat recently. So the very first song is called Groupie by PH1 and Mokyo. And this is in here because last night, or at the time of recording, last night Leisha and I actually went to PH1's concert. And this song, along with a few other songs, has been stuck in my head ever since. Um, maybe, perhaps, there will be a little concert review for next week's segment. Who knows? So, I definitely have been following PH1 as an artist forever, probably since like high school. And also, he was my number one artist last year on Spotify, just so you know. So the song actually came out in 2018 and it's got like a super melodic and smooth but also a trap sort of beat. And I feel like the way he delivers his rap and lyrics as well, I I don't know, it's like really laid back, which makes it like nice and chill, but it's also kind of upbeat, like it's a song you can definitely mosh to. And at surface level, it's about this girl who only dated him for clout, but when you like dive deeper it's really about his experiences and challenges that come with fame and how the dynamics of relationships and even friendships sort of change with it like the lyrics are him saying like you only want to hold my hand in front of all my fans always begging for selfies so that you can flex on your friends but also like just thinking about it and talking about it has made me bop my head to the beat while i'm talking about it So the next song is actually by a K-pop group that's not really a K-pop group called OK-pop. Like OK and K-pop combined. So I actually discovered them through this YouTuber I watch called Anthpo who decided to make a K-pop group where the majority of its members are not Korean. So typically you'd see in K-pop groups these days Usually majority of the group is Korean and there would be like one or two token non-Koreans. But in OKPOP, there is only one Korean person called Birdo and he's the only one who can speak Korean. And he had to teach everyone else Korean while also writing the song lyrics. But it's not fully a disaster because two of them are actual singers. Um, I think one of them is in an acapella group and then another one sings for their choir group. At first, this group started as satire and I thought it was gonna be like not serious, funny meme K-pop lyrics. But when I heard the songs that they put out, yes, songs, plural, like they put out eight songs total. Literally like a whole mini album. And they've also performed at a few places. So they have like a whole choreography and everything. And they also have a whole music video for one of their songs. But like, tell me why this song was actually pretty good. I mean, I don't know Korean personally, but I feel like they have pretty good pronunciation as well. And they definitely have that like K-pop song feel. Like it's actually kind of good with the lyrics. Like the chorus is so catchy. And they also have those like little lines of English you'd find in actual K-pop songs. Also, the funniest thing is that their logo, their logo is like they took new jeans bunny logo um made a face the other way and then made it into a bear yeah so it did start as satire but they already have 120,000 monthly listens on spotify despite being released like only last week but yeah um just check them out they have like a video documenting like their journey into making this k-pop group 
And so the last song that I've had on repeat ever since it came out last week is From the Start by Loive. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really, really jealous of the people that will hear this song live because it won't be me or Leisha because we could not get concert tickets. Um, but anyways, her singing always brings like this vintage feel sort of similar to artists like Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald with like elements of jazz and blues. I think it's like a really unique style that was definitely popular in the past, but I can't really find today in like newer artists. Also for each song, there's always like this storytelling aspect and Loewe's lyrics are unfortunately very relatable to me. Um, her songs are mostly always about love or heartbreak and this time it's about unrequited love. It's a pretty upbeat song which makes me super happy but then when you actually listen in on the lyrics you're like oh. And the chorus is so good and catchy and I have this on repeat because her voice is literally so like delicate or like I don't even know how to describe it like you just have to listen to understand what I'm talking about. And if you haven't heard her songs before, I promise you, it will change your life. Hey guys, welcome back to Asian Pop Nation. This is your EP, Jessie, here again, uh, here to round off the show for tonight. Um, today, you heard from me, Ethan, JP, Tracy, Alishba, Saruki, Zenya, Leisha, and Lee. Um, we had a variety of topics from song recommendations to various other topics including fish and other things but i digress but hopefully you enjoyed this week's uh, rendition of the members mixtape and you heard from all of our members and you got to know them a bit more through their song choices and yeah that's about it for this week guys um make sure to follow us across facebook instagram and twitter and stay tuned for next week's show